welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter slash X at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Queens went back to school as they took us to Drag 101, but the real story was the fight that was so silly it felt like we were back in high school. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 3, and with me is Beauty School Dropout Scouts Honor. How are you? I Beauty School um, Dropout, grad school didn't dropout. We, didn't, didn't we talk about um, Beauty School Dropout like three episodes ago? Beauty School Dropout, yeah, well. I think they did a they kind of, they, if I remember correctly they did a challenge inspired by the idea of someone who once saw Greece and remembered it on their deathbed 70 yeah. years later. Something like that, something like that, something like that. All right, pronunciation is Italian. It's hard. I don't know it yet. But as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We discuss some reality show characters. That's presented to us for reality production. We are showed the editing of a television show we want to see. We react to what is presented. We really go on to it and go on television show craft. They also put it up. We can discuss what's in the podcast. Discuss reality television show. All right. Um, You're losing syllables every time. Listen, they're there. You just don't, you got to go fast. I mean, if you listen to those people on the radio, they do the same exact thing. They just give you the words so it sounds like it, and it's there. I just always assumed they recorded it at normal speed, and then they played it fast on the radio. I don't think so. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll find out. Go listen to a couple radio shows. I have a, you I know love, someone who was a, right? who was a television radio film major at Syracuse. I could ask them. He did. He did radio work. That's cool. That's did a cool. shout out to me on his radio show on my twenty. It must have been twenty second birthday because he played Taylor Swift for me. I wasn't even. I'm not. I'm not a Swifty by any means. But that's how. But like I was like, it must be. It must have been my twenty second because he played twenty two. Um, probably that would make a little more logical sense. Was the show? Oh, um, you. you have Grace Anonymous. No, it was like a, it was like the Syracuse like student show, it was like morning show. Oh, okay, I okay, gotcha, gotcha. Shout out, Matt. You're definitely um, not this, but wow, we're back to school, and you know what? I, we're just gonna dive into it because there's 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 a lot to figure out because there was one common thread this entire episode. Pentagon. I watched it the first time, and it's like oh. okay, and watching it again is like. I don't think I compute what's going on here. And maybe it's just because I've watched a thousand episodes of Drag Race and we've had silly fights over being picked or not being picked. This one just felt intense. Yeah, it was it was a lot. It was I couldn't quite track what was going on, but yeah. All right. Well, Morgana is coming in wearing her revenge dress. Literally, she will spin and kill anyone who comes for her. Those balls are attacking you. Lightning's message. Very sweet. Like her, and like her, very little impact. What the uh, Sissy Lee? She says she's gonna miss lightning. Not much her looks, but her personality is like that. The worst compliment you can give someone, right? She was like, "Yeah, she's lovely, 
lovely person to be around. Not a lovely yeah. person to. Lashiva is congratulated as she calls herself the queen of catwalks. Silvana says there are boundaries of the sisterhood and they're getting into some pushing now, which is our foreshadowing for this episode. Dun, dun, dun. The battle is coming in hot. All right. Well, Lashiva's red dress is on full display as the new days here. As Sparrow carries Morgana on her back, don't we learn that you don't put people on your back because you might break a fucking ankle and you you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. How's Christmas doing? Who? Big Brother. Oh. That was a throw. I was like, Christmas I was literally back. like, I was like, Bell, is there a, was there a, yeah. I'm sitting here like thinking of like, I'm like, was there a girl named Christmas on Drag Race? How many people do you know named Christmas who were on? That's why I was confused. But then until I got there, I got there, I got there. Oof. It's okay. At least you're pretty. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Silvana reminds us that we are on episode five, which is actually helpful for me because I'm getting all this shit mixed up. I don't know what happens anymore on any fro- freaking program. Uh, this week is actually going to be the killer week because we are adding one and still have all of them. Then you have no, there's in their finale. Yeah, but we're adding one with the finale into this week. Oh, so I still got to record them. So you're up on this this week, and yeah, then next week you're back on. down to yeah, yeah. Wait, what yeah. premieres this week? Yeah, tomorrow. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Sapario is ready to win another pin, and we have to remember that in this multiverse timeline, the pins are not for maxi challenge wins, but they're for mini challenge wins. So I know how it can get confusing for everybody. You don't fucking care about the pins, and I can't believe she's actually walking in that room with the pins, thinking she's actually the shit. Well, many challenges count, you know. So if you've got, if you, it's five for one, 2023 math. The alarm sounds time to get the day underway and learn all about how they're going back to class. Spread the message of drag, bitches. Daddy Priscilla is here wearing what looks like a tracksuit, but it kind of works because it's kind of elevated. And you know what? That man probably has a lot of money. He can wear whatever he wants and still everyone's going to fuck him. Right. 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 We're getting straight into the mini challenge where Sapatio thinks she'll win until she finds out what the fuck she's about to have to do. So what is their relationship with their body gymnastics and dance? Melissa's flexible. She can get her leg over her head. Let's see if she puts it into practice as the mini challenge brings them the lesson of Vogue. What's your signature Vogue move, Scouts Honor? My, uh, I don't have Watching. any signature. Yeah, sitting there, tipping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Priscilla shares that voguing is an explosive mix of dance, gymnastics, I, and plastic poses. What, what the translation I, said? It, I, I had to laugh when when Priscilla was introducing this mini challenge because every time she said LGBTQ in her Italian accent, it sounded like that girl from the TikTok who's like, I have a question for the eligibility community. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find it. I gotta... Uh, well, the girls here. continue to remind us that to the uninformed audience that voguing is important to the eligibility community as it is totally queer dance style, Wait. born from us, made from us, and performed by us. Sort of, kind of, Prada. I'm not for the way. Wait, people. I have it. I have it. It's yeah, the, this go. is what she sounds like. Well, the eligibility community. <laughs> the eligibility. Yeah. 
All right, they have 10 minutes to get into Vogue Quick Dragon. Well, the ballroom scene is mortified, uh, but this is what the best of what's left is, right? <laughs> now, Just, you know, you get what to you get got. them prepared for their attempt at ballroom, they're about to get a message from one of the world's premier experts in voguing, Michelle Visage. I was very confused. Because she did that one Vogue dance on Strictly Come Dancing. Be- right. Because I was like, is it because she did she did a Vogue dance on TV once and because she's a Madonna fan? She's so into voguing right now. It was just I mean, by all means, like okay, cool, they've got Michelle Visage, but like, what? Where do you uh, think she filmed this? And why didn't she give us her offensive Italian accent? Michael Mavrud, Gabriel Labucci. This is on the the wall of her dressing room with the best lighting. Well, Michelle's going to speak in complete English, which is very thankful for us because it really fucking doesn't matter. Um, like me, she's not well versed in Italian, but I'm sure she's actually well versed right. in like, Italian. Yeah, I'm not. We're going to go into the Vogue studio where the DJ is playing the ultimate Vogue track. Call me mother. The amount of residuals that song gets in a singular year because of the drag race is insane. Man, World of Wonder keeps the lights on on that fracking ranch. Tell you Literally. What. Um, they will be met by Vogue instructor Jean from the gorgeous house of Gucci. Don't I do that? not believe Jean was actually on the television show uh, Legendary, though, with the gorgeous house of Gucci. No, that was the... Because they... They didn't. the The only European house they had was, yeah. I want to say, Revlon. Yeah. So this is a different it's, branch. Yeah, different, different part of the house of, or yeah, house of gorgeous Gucci. Um, I guess we can talk about the highlights and lowlights of this challenge. <laughs> I mean, the highlight really had nothing to do with dance. It was when Priscilla asked Shiva if she belonged to a house, and she said, "Yeah, her house." I mean, that would be my answer too. I was laughing at the guy, at like the guy from Gorgeous Gucci, just like. Doing his little thing, and then as Priscilla was talking, like he was like panting. He was like, <laughs> like he was just like, yeah, completely out of breath. I was just like nodding along with Priscilla, but fully checked out. Well, the girls will dance to "Call Me Mother," and well, Shiva loses her wig. Sissy does the Macarena. Sapario has more confidence than she knows what to do with, but it's not good. Melissa ate. La Prada thought she was Liza Minnelli and actually ate the floor. Lena looked terrible, but I'd still bang. Layla gave me boyish charm vibes in that black wig until she scalps herself. Morgana thought it was a disco, and Silvana is a clown, but does not do good, but she will do my signature move, dying inside. Yeah, yeah. That was slim pickings. And that's a challenge. I mean, I guess that's a great way to let loose. And there is your Lucy LaDuca drop of the episode. Literally the most memorable part of it was this thing eating shit. Yeah, it really, really was. Not on the steps. Um, Sorry, my cats are fighting on the stairs. We love that. We love that. Now, because we needed to move forward with the rest of the episode, a winner is declared. And it's Dancing Queen Lely Yarn. Why so much disrespect from Melissa Bianchini? Uh, what? When did? When did a split become Vogue? I don't know. I have questions. Yeah, concerns, comments, but yeah, whatever. I mean, they but, just they better give this season to my girl because 
they be taking a lot of bottom they, yet, has she? No, but they keep taking okay. other things away from her. Okay. Can we talk about Tarzan, the pit crew member? No expression in his face, but I, I bet he emotes when he gets it up the butt. Listen, listen, the pit crew on the international seasons in the past couple weeks, um, we have had some standouts and then we had some stand-ins. Tarzan was a stand-in. Just there. He was no just there. No thoughts, just vibes. No. Layla has been given the advantage in the Max Challenge. She will choose the team and then choose who the captains are for the other teams um, because they got a test today. Our Max Challenge this week, Drag Art Masterclasses. It is a public speaking challenge where they will be giving lectures on what a drag queen goes through. Now, I would like to clarify, this is meant in the form of getting into drag and the art of getting into drag, not the emotional turmoil of being harassed on public transit or not being paid by corporations during Pride or what it's like to have glitter in every crevice for the rest of your life. Not those discussions of drag. Nope. If you had to give a presentation on drag, what would your topic be? Um, I mean, like, if, if I had to, like, pick... Like a, a, an area of my drag mm-hmm. to like tell people about it probably be my makeup just because I know what I'm doing. I don't I don't do it fast, but I know what I'm doing. Well, Priscilla says it's body molding, perfect makeup, and fabulous hairstyles. Body molding, modeling, molding. What is what? Why? What? I huh? Know. I don't know. All right, so. Here's where all the drama from the episode stems from. Layla will pick her team, and she selects Lena Galore and Silvana Damaliana, and that will cause a lot of heat from Lashiva, but we'll get to it. They will pick the topic of makeup, and apparently they have to have a name of a team, and on the spot they're going to call themselves the Little Bitches. This was, this was weird. Yeah. Now we're going to have Cicely, who is a team captain, who will select Sapatio and Melissa. They will be the big bitches. And they will talk about tucking and padding. As Melissa says, who better to talk about tucking than her? And who better to talk about padding than Sapatio? I think the humor was lost in translation. I, I'm hoping it was. Yeah. So by a process of elimination, that means the final group will be led by Morgana, who has La Shiva and La Prada. And Lashiva thinks that Layla is playing strategy and thinks her group is not homogeneous. And no, she didn't mean genius homos. Uh, they're not that either. Their topic will be hair, and they will be called the gorgeous bitches. Did we just use the word bitches and say we're just the, going to put it the three genders? Bit? Actually, just the three genders: little, big, pretty. <laughs> um. Now, we learn in this moment that the team that gives the worst conference, as they say, will be at risk for elimination because it is a team challenge. With Lashiva pissed, even Sissy sees that Layla has gone with strategy, picking two strong teammates in Lena and Slavana. I mean, that is the name of the game, right? It's a competition. Mm-hmm. Duh. Before she goes, Priscilla reveals that judging them this week is Rosa Chemical. If you're asking yourself who that is, I was too. And from what I've gathered, he is an Italian rapper and graffiti artist. Chew on that. I'll chew on him. Yeah, I bet you would. With Priscilla barely out the door, Lashiva has some words for Layla. She says to her, 
She hopes she goes to the playback, which I'm assuming means lip sync. Lashiva is in a mood, and Layla is trying to comfort her and figure out what's wrong, but she doesn't give a shit and literally dismisses her. And this is the thread for the entire fucking episode. Layla says she feels bad that Lashiva feels bad, but says it's still a competition. It's up to them to play, and she's not worried about her. Until the emotional warfare, shortly. Now that's it. No discussion on what they're going to do. We are 17 minutes into the episode and jumping straight into Elimination Day. Yeah, it was quick. <clears throat> Which makes me think... They said we got things to day. do. So we got things to do. The queens arrive and most of them are gun spirits. It's straight to work. The tension is high. Like, usually we hear a conversation, so maybe this is some sneaky, tricky editing, but we have silence in the room. Like, no one is talking. Nothing is being said. A room full of drag egos and not a peep. It must be that bad. Just crickets everywhere. So it will be Lashiva who says, Welcome to Drag Race Italy. The game has started. Why is she so butthurt? Let's find out. She bitches that she has to learn how to be a bitch with all respect for her mother and less good. She says doing good doesn't earn you anything in life. Layla will ask her why she says that, and Lashiva says that she gives and expects other people to give back somehow as she feels she gives a lot to everybody indistinctly. She claims she has been available to everyone and for everyone expects for people to give back, especially from a person like Layla, who she gave so much to because she believed in her. She didn't expect anything like this, leaving her last. Now, up until this point in the show, we have not seen the two of them have like any sort of relationship. So this is either lingering emotions from the outside world that are coming in or something that we didn't see. Uh, yeah. Can you really help me out? Why, why, why? It, there, it, my The vibes that I got was that they had previous beef that was bubbling up after a few, few a week or two in the workroom of, you know. I, it very much to me felt like there was something that happened previously that kind of stirred up old emotions. Did we see it? No. Okay. No, I no, and I just I like it to and like that, what I'm trying to say is like it, it. I think it happened before the show. Like it feels very like maybe they were like beefing in the in their Instagram DMs. Maybe someone you know had a gig and made a joke that someone didn't like i don't know I don't or maybe but... lashiva didn't get it from layla yeah it... <laughs> maybe she got blocked on grinder i don't know to really make the twink feel bad morgana will now chime in and say that she also felt bad for these groups but she's telling her she doesn't like to be vindictive sapario will come to layla's defense is she says if they're not picked they complain if they're considered for captain they complain like look at you sapario speaking the truth but it doesn't matter because lashiva will try to end this portion of the conversation as she finds the morgana thing silly as she pulls out this stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what she told layla she wants to have her moment have it have your moment now, Morgana will scream at Lashiva and say that she had a chat with Layla and it makes sense to her. Lashiva says that it has nothing to do with what she was talking about as Layla didn't understand why she had reason the way she did. Morgana's like, I'm talking about something else. Um, meanwhile, if you're Layla, you're like, I'm just going to be attacked by everybody here for no fucking reason. 
Right. The gorgeous bitches are punchy. They have to work together. They're on edge. I just can't wait to see how this is going to turn out. Like, I know that I can be a very emotional person. So if something like that would happen, I'm checked out. Like, I'm not doing that challenge to my best of my abilities. In what world did Morgana and Lashiva think fighting with each other was going to be helpful to the trio? I, I don't know. Maybe they just forgot what was going on. Maybe they thought. All right. Well, let, let, let's see if we can decipher anymore. Lena says that they are forgetting this is a competition with rules they don't write, and often when you make a choice, then the situation evolves and comes out of control of the person who made it. So that's her way of saying Layla did something. It's not her fault. Don't get mad at her. Hate, don't hate the player. Hate the game. And Lashiva claims that it's okay to play, but everything has limits. I'm like, okay, go on, please. What are said limits? Uh-huh. She says the minute she didn't pick her, she got hurt. She says that she has given her a wig. She's helped her in the sewing challenge. She says she doesn't think she's greedy or afraid to give something, but doesn't want it to be thinking that you can always take from her. Now, listen, I get that argument. The amount of shit I've done for people, and they can't even fucking like a photo on Instagram. Or fucking follow on <laughs> Apple Music or Google or Spotify. Thank you. Like it's just, it, I get it. I get the pain. Yeah. But this is hard for us to watch because we don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. We're just like not really sure what's going on. Lashiva gets loud as she else. is adamant of who she is, who her character is, and is not afraid of anyone. And Layla is shaken. She is stirred. The floodgates are about to burst. And she will ask Lashiva if she can tell her something. And Lashiva nastily is like, you can tell me two things and tells her not to cry as it's not waterproof. And I was like, (laughs) kick the poor puppy. Oh, my God. Now, Layla admits that the choice she made was strategic because it's something she's not comfortable with, meaning the public speaking. She chose Lena and Silvana as she was pretty clear about it. She just wants to stay in the competition. She tells Shiva that she knows what kind of person she is and knows how sure of herself and her abilities, which she has a little experience in, and tells her she knew wherever she was going to go, she'd be able to do the best she could. Now, Shiva will come back and say that that can't be a justification. Leela will be pushed to say that she was wrong, and Lashiva again will push and say that, yeah, you're wrong, and the fact that you admit it is a step forward. And I'm still confused why she did what she did was wrong. Not really sure. Still have no no insight. (laughs) Lashiva is really coming in hard and says that she didn't kill anyone. She says she didn't do it with malice. Leila is crying as she says that she really cares about the relationship. And it's gotten so ridiculous that Mother Silvana will say, Lashiva, go give Layla a hug, please. I mean, if I were Lashiva, I'd be like, or if I were Layla, I'd be like, nope, you don't get that right now. You're gaslighting me and that I was wrong and I was not. Because this yeah. is exactly what it was. It was complete gaslighting. It was, yeah, it was too much to like, too much to throw at once. That was crazy. Somehow we are getting Layla to think that how this will be bad when it's read this way. And Lashiva seems to be backtracking that no one said she did something bad, but that's what she accused her of. She will tell her that she is 20 and she has to learn that it's okay to play, but there are relationships that go beyond the game. And again, she will tell her that, well, yeah, no, you were wrong. And that her attitude was useful for her to understand that. Mm -hmm. Lena will say not just fashion, but also education. Lashiva is everything, but peace is made. 
a hug was had. Was it real? Was it fake? And I still just do not understand the origin of how we got here and how Layla is being told to admit that she was wrong because she didn't do anything wrong in the game of Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, it feels just very... I very much got, like, old versus new for, like, kind of going at it with each other. And I I understand why Layla being the younger one was, like, much more concerned with, like, I don't want it to come off a certain way. I don't want people to interpret it a certain way. I mean, it's complete psychological warfare. Yeah. And, and I think part of my question is... There's a lot left out of the, of the story. And I think for that, I'm not sure what we really witnessed. And for me, watching as much Drag Race as I do, this was just a bitter bitch who was not picked and is feeling middle of the pack in the competition. So she lashed out on someone who was vulnerable and defenseless. Um, there was which a lot is, of malice from Lashiva. It made me not feel good about her. Which is wild because Lashiva's coming off of a win. Right. Like, why are you so... I mean, if you told Nervous. me like she's vulnerable, she's about to go home, and this was her chance to have one of her good Judies pick her in the best group possible, I get right. it. But in the uh, order of picking, it, yeah. it, Lena was picked first. So Lashiva wanted to be with Lena and Layla. I don't think that team would have worked. No, I don't think so either. So I'm not but, quite sure. Like, it was there a discussion maybe beforehand of okay, if there's ever a team challenge, it's you and right. me, and like that. That's where I'm. I'm a little lost, and um, it just didn't make her look good. And now we officially have like an actual antagonist of the season. I was gonna say, very much. I was like, you have signed yourself up to be the villain. Yeah, not cute, not cute, especially in the world hmm. of Drag Race Italia outside in the real world because one of her besties is looking like a villain because don't attack Lady Camden. Just don't do it. Especially when most poor of Lady Camden, of all the girls you could come for. I know, poor Lady Camden. I mean, I think I, listen, I'm, we're going to bring it up for one more fucking hot second. I get it. Farida Khan is fucking brilliant. She deserves a crown and watching her friend La Diamond and then the bitch who sold her crown perform at Worth the World with the rest of this cast. I get it. That uh, hurts. Like, that's a paycheck no, that I you would love too. to have. But don't lash out on Lady Camden. It's not her fault. There's so many girls on the <laughs> Right. I mean, I guess, uh, like, you got to pick, like, who's the least controversial. Think, is, is she mad because she's the only, like, European girl who is smart enough to move to the states and get on the. i don't know listen, i mean well charlie hyde set the precedent but then she just stood there so you she know. stood listen uh farida if you want english lessons let's let's do it let's be besties <laughs> let's do it all right football we got stars some two is calling your name yeah it is I don't know. I don't know if they would um, give it to multiple times. Um, we've got some panels to watch, <laughs> so let's head to the main stage where Priscilla is giving blue blob realness in that cat suit. But you know what? She looked good. The hips it's were so hipping. Much better this season. This Paramount um, budget is just. I feel like you want that in purple. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony and I get it in blue and purple. We'll yeah. We'll do a whole, whole bit. I don't know what the bit yeah, is, should. but. You should tell Tony to come on the podcast. Just tell her to just blindly watch one episode that we're going to recap and see what what happens. We'll see. We'll see. 
our travel companions this week are Kiara Francini, who is wearing a book on her head, literally wearing a book, but it looked cool. Right. It was art. Bottle Camille is wearing a glitter mesh top that you can't even tell was a mesh top because the fur was just popping right out. We have Haliatsi, who is back in class after ruining her perfect attendance last week. And finally, it's Rosa Kamikal, who I thought could have been a member of Monskin. Right. Why are they not guest judges? That would be a catch, wouldn't it? Are they Italian? Sweetheart, they won Eurovision for Italy. Oh, I didn't know it was for Italy. I just knew they won Eurovision. I'm not a Eurovision guy. You should be. Everyone should be. Yeah. Celine Dion, motherfucker. And guess what country she won for? Switzerland. Because make that make sense. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. She won for Switzerland. With what song? The Eurovision song. Whatever the the French song is. You know the song. If I played it for you right now, you would know the song. You've you've definitely heard Celine do the song. It's oh it's so good. I love it. Um, all right, so we're gonna go through the drag master classes and then bring it to the runway. So let's start with the body, body, body by the big bitches. First, as we begin, let's discuss the elephant in the room. And by elephant, I mean the audience. Why? Why? That was unexpected. They got paid to watch drag being put on a boy. Yeah, it was something. Now, I think on paper, Sapatio Sissy and Melissa should not have worked at all because they are three very different people and I don't even think they've ever had a conversation together. Sicily will be the leader of this pack. And you know what? It's the first time she's felt present on this show. Melissa will be the tucking instructor. I don't know the song. You don't know the song? Are you kidding me? Wow. Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I Scout. It's in French. Here's what I'm gonna say one more time before we continue on. Have you seen the movie Eurovision? Uh <laughs> no, I right haven't now. still. Well, it's featured in that fucking movie too. Oh well whatever. It's fine. Maybe this will be maybe this will finally. Yeah, you should. You really gotta do it. All right, so Melissa's gonna be the tucking instructor, <laughs> Safadi will be the padding instructor, and Sissy tells us that tucking was invented in the Middle Ages as a self-fucking tool. Cannot confirm it's nine. Then in the 1920s with the birth of RuPaul, which was uh, one of the better uh, RuPaul is old jokes, the concept (laughs) changed as a hide-and-seek tool and a bit of torture for the family jewels commonly called the balls. Listen, she's got the dry humor down pat. I was very impressed with this little introduction. It was almost like it's very educational but completely wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Do we know who invented tucking? Can we, like, find out the history of tucking? I don't... Did they do it during Shakespearean times uh, when they had to play women in in, uh, plays? I have no clue. I need a tucking expert, and I'm not talking about someone to tuck my balls. It's not happening. I need an actual tucking expert who knows the history of it. Um, We'll do an entire podcast if that person exists. (laughs) Now, speaking of Melissa Balls... Why, why was that the segue? I don't know her journey. I don't know what her transition's like. I don't know if she has had surgery, but um, they really were mocking her in the tucking, and it kind of made me a little uncomfy. 
It was, yeah, it was something else for sure. Like they're friends and, and pals, so like they can do it, but you can't normally do that. So that's the, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I think anyone who goes on reality television has to kind of like understand that like anything that either is a, whether it's an inside joke from before the show or an inside joke that develops on the show you cannot trust that the editing will show the background of that joke. So right. it may be the funniest thing in the world to you and the other girls, but then all of a sudden it's on TV and everyone's like, why the fuck did she say that? And it's, it's like, like, it's one of those things where this kind of conversation told to the wrong person, it's actually a problematic thing when it comes to trans yeah. people in the world. So, so do a little better and, and be aware of it. But really this was our moment to meet Felipe um, and I hope he demanded a bonus after the torture these monsters put him through. <laughs> Melissa will get hands-on in the tucking demo. She's about to do a dirty job and really goes campy and sexy in how to play hide-and-seek with Felipe. The whole duct tape bit where she had to extend it three times, very well played. Yeah. Yeah. She tells Felipe to get into plie, and well, I'm sad the privacy screen was there. Do you think she actually tucked him? Can I tuck him next? I don't know how to do it, but I'll try. I don't think she actually tucked him. That would be um, a pay raise for him as... Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I think Melissa balanced facts and comedy well here. Now, since Melissa is the leader of the tuck, her next bit is to take audience questions. And by audience, it's Chiara Franchini, who wants to know, what does it feel squeezing the family gems with tucking? Aren't they afraid they'll come out damaged and full of sadness? Love a, love a, love a, love a translation. Yeah. But you know what? If those were the words that came out of her mouth, I'd actually believe it. Right. Like, what's the word? What was the nuance in it? Well, Melissa says, let's just say that I was born tucking on my own, so I'm not afraid to get hurt because any more damage than this is impossible. And then we're going to move on to the one and only literally Sapario, who gets to manhandle Felipe again. And I'm not jealous. Those pads were massive. Extra pair are donated from somewhere. Uh, What would happen if you wore those pads? mass chaos i mean you talk about hourglass that would be uh, um <laughs> uh, oh that would be something it would be woo! smashed hourglass from survivor 41 literally <laughs> um we get to see the reveal of felipe in the padding and all i cared about was uh... was here was he not packing anything but those pads look very bizarre on him and i know that um uh, we've have some amazing pads here in America where they're basically like shorts. These were not. I don't know how to describe them. They were strange. Yeah, I don't know what they. I don't know what's going on there. Now Sapario will get on her knees to help him in the tights and then the corset, and it will be a team effort to get him pulled into the corset by Sapario and Melissa as Sissy is just on her knees in front of him. Listen, I'm not jealous. You are. Right. One element missing, though, is the breastplate, then the costume. And well, unlike many twins first time in drag, 
this was actual factual drag. There, there, there was a body there. It wasn't just, yeah. oh, look at me putting a piece of garment on. Yeah. I'm not calling anyone out, Scout, but yeah. Who? Who, me? Oh. My first time in drag, I was, I had, I had seven inch pads on. I had a triple stacked wig. Do you want me to pull out the picture? 73 different cosmetics. Should I pull out the picture? Yeah, I think I can pull out the picture. Um, Please, dear yeah. God, do not do that. How many tears were um, <laughs> cried that day? Lots, lots, lots. I didn't cry that day. That was your first, first time? I think that was the, the first time I didn't con. cry. Yeah, Dragon I cried. Like Dragon I cried. Um, I think this trio worked well. They balanced <laughs> comedy with instruction and made it at least remotely interesting. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Makeup by the little bitches. It's time to learn about face, face, face because of how this game works. The one who doesn't like public speaking has to be the one to introduce the bit. It's Layla Yarn, and she did fine. She was very much aided by her partners. And speaking of, Silvana wore that wig last week. We're just calling <laughs> her out since the judges won't. And guess what? She wore that wig in the promo too. I was gonna say, I was, I was Is, wondering. Give me the number. How many more times have we seen this wig this season? It's probably gonna be paired with the finale. <laughs> If she does not get called out, I'm going to be fucking furious. Like, it's not a wig that you can hide. Like, you can't put just a bow in it like she did last week and call it a day. Like, that wig, you know, because it's so Lady Bunny. Yeah, it's it's very... Maybe she just, you know, maybe she took four of the same wig to the same style since that do it four times. I mean, here here's the thing. I If there was a bit kind of like um, Drag Queen in New York busted, if it was the same look every week or the same wig every week, that's funny to me. Commit mm-hmm. to the bit. Wear it every fucking time and then I'm here for it. But yeah. it's time to learn the most important part of makeup advice. Nobody gives a shit if the makeup sucks, which is false. I do. Don't you dare going out looking busted, friends. I've done it before and I don't. I don't recommend it. They will then get the audience to say this new catchphrase and it's not going to stick. This is not going to work. There's no t-shirts getting made with this. This <laughs> fandom will not allow it. Savannah will start and she will right. completely take over the group. Are we surprised? No. Not even She's going bit. to demonstrate on Felipe, who she calls Melissa because he reminds her of a friend. Cue the bird flip for Melissa. But I also know why he is called Melissa. Felipe is also Brazilian. Oh, there it is. There it is. Now we will watch Silvana apply the makeup, and it's so ridiculous. And I will give her credit that she's able to do something so quote precise and still do it wrong, but still have so much conviction through comedy. Yeah. I think her bits really were strong, and her sexual advances were on point. I didn't think you can make makeup naughty, but she made it naughty. Yeah, it was fun. Now, because Lena has to partake in this challenge, she will lead the way when it comes to the map of the eyebrows. Thank God there is no shaving, but there was no gluing down. So good for them for at least practicing and pretending something was going to work here. Yeah. She's going to instruct Silvana to do it. I mean, we know what will happen, but do you think it would have been stronger for Lena to actually physically be the one applying the rules of the eyebrow? probably 
I, I it was very interesting bit. But yeah. the whole tape as the ruler for the eyebrows, and then she fucking leaves them on. I guess that was her way to say, well, we don't have time for eyeshadow, so that's your eyeshadow. Right. It's like, oh, and there you go. Next is the lip with Layla, and she will give her advice. And guess what? Sylvana is at it once again. So I guess the bit was having the queen with the worst makeup skills on the panel be the one applying the makeup. Something like that. Um, Layla will be talking about drawing two horizontal lines at the end of the lip, whereas Silvana says, like Zoro's mustache. Do you draw Zoro's mustache when you do your lips? No. No. Um, then you make a little bow and then connect it. And I was like, oh my god, go back. It looks like milk. Like milk. Yeah, they made them look like milk. Sylvana is not great at drawing inside the lines, so methinks the makeover challenge will not be a win for her should she get there. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think that'll uh, be her strong suit. And that's it. The moral of the story is nobody gives a shit if the makeup sucks, and I think Felipe does. Look at look at look I mean, oh my god. Like, do you think they drew straws to decide who got to be this person in this challenge? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they fought. Felipe. Screenshots are forever. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> the internet is forever. Yeah. I thought they were fun. Were they the best? I don't know. They weren't the worst. Yeah. Nice. So we're going to talk about the worst. Please welcome to the stage, Tension. Uh, the gorgeous bitches are not feeling gorgeous, are they? No, no, no. But for me, it's wild that we're discussing hair tutorial with Morgana wearing that beast on her head. <laughs> it was something else. Also... I don't know if it was borrowed or in a wardrobe closet or something you can find on the Italian version of Amazon, but please peep Miss LaShiva wearing the same strikingly similar fabric <laughs> to one Aura Eternal's promo look. Yeah. Uh, same yeah. designer, clearly. Will they discuss how to style hair? Sure. How to attach them? Sure. How to look fabulous? Sure. Now, rather than the show and tell, they will start with an audience question from an actual person sitting in the actual audience. And this lady asks, what does it feel like the first time you wear a wig and look in the mirror? Now, from knowing my friend Scout's honor, cover your mirrors if you're on a time crunch because the bitch won't stop admiring herself. Love love myself in a mirror. Um, really. You very much are an Alyssa Edwards when it comes to mirrors. Yeah. Love. Love it. Love my Morgana will answer the question by saying it was the beginning of her career and it was an essential part of the transformation, but the makeup didn't help. So she was a man with long hair. All right. That didn't answer the question. And it also wasn't funny. So we're not off to a great start. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Then Laprada is going to open her mouth and says it takes her two minutes. And I was like, two minutes to what? answer the question or do your hair. But she was very confused when she wore her first wig, because since she was a kid, she was forced to wear a military cut a maximum of a centimeter of hair. Her first wig was a blonde, long, wavy one, 
the extremely feminine gesture, extremely chic, made her cry. And this answer took her two minutes unless she was not impressed. And it's like, what are we doing here? What is this? What what do they discuss? Or were they just fighting the entire time? Right. Then the bitch will continue on and say that this wig is in a dump somewhere, but taught her three things. She wasn't a woman trapped in a man's body, just an unhappy child, and made her understand her vocation in life, dragon work. And third is, she's an ugly blonde, which is the color she's currently wearing. Right. Troy says, she's a very confusing human being. (laughs) So, she went more TED Talk the Masterclass and is going to get praised for it. So there's that. Now, random old bald man with a guy liner will ask the best way to get a good wig fixed on your head without falling off. And Morgana says, hairpins, glue, and an old stocking. So she will get up and demonstrate on poor Felipe. And with the wig on the table, I was terrified for his life. So we're going to witness the stocking action. And I have never witnessed this in my life. The way that she was wrapping that thing around his head while he was wincing. Drag is, in fact, pain. Oh, God, it hurts. Hurts a lot. Is that in replace of a wig cap? Is that maybe an Italian thing? I've just never seen that before. I've seen people use, like, old stockings as, like, headbands to like hold their hair back and pin like lighter wigs into like especially for people who aren't gonna like be like whipping it around everywhere but this was something else yeah it was yeah it was she will pick the blonde wig and Kiara is somehow shocked at the glue part of their operation how long has she been judging this show and she's now (laughs) finding out that glue is how you get wigs on right she's literally sitting next to Senora Glue you're telling me Priscilla doesn't smell like glue literally now all this is happening and Lashiva is doing under her breath side commentary I feel like she could have bitched and interacted with the audience with her like jabs at least that would have been good comedy that would have landed yeah something Morgana will make a dig at Lashiva about beauty and suffering, and Lashiva will make a face. And yeah, these two are not besties. No. Far from Are it. they the uh, Banksy and Vicky Vivacious of Italy? Perhaps. Perhaps. I don't know. Now, Palazzi will get into the question game and ask, how to get a wig as it's a lot of work? Well, bitch, you would know. All you ought to do is say, can I buy one? You guys you got right. fucking money to do it. So now Shiva will come in and say, finally, well, girl, you could have had your moments earlier if you wanted it. And she will show how to style a wig. Now, I'm no master at wig making or wig styling or wig master classes, but in order of events for this demonstration, shouldn't the wig styling happen before the applying of the wig? You know, it's semantics you know maybe maybe you could style it once it's already attached to your head you know maybe i don't know how the three of them sat down and brainstormed their process here and thought yeah this is the right way to do it yeah i got nothing Nothing we are gonna watch lashiva use tools that she has never used before as she also is not a shampoo girl um she was very nervous and it showed she will make a snide remark at Morgana that they put it 
on 360 degree, uh, not not 90, then the judges panel will start making commentary on this remark and completely ignore any of the action in front of them. Mm-hmm. But the judges sensed the tension. The group was all over the place. And you knew everybody else in that uh, workroom was like, at least we're not the bottom. <laughs> Very that. Um, I feel like drag masterclass, we had gotten like these, you know, quote, drag con panels before on drag race, very much in line with these. I think it's a fun challenge. Yeah. Let's refine it. Yeah. There needs to be a little more. Um, I think it's one of those things where like the very obvious topics have all just kind of been like done and reused and rehashed and right. I don't like there's four I can literally type in drag wig tutorial on YouTube and get 40,000 different results. I don't necessarily know that I need like the 40,000 and first example to be a drag race Italia challenge. How many drag tutorials do you have? Do I have zero? Zero, come on, you're a drag expert, right? An expert, yeah, because I do it four times a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, smarter category than is back to school in honor of the runway. We will play top of the class or detention. What would you have done for this category for school? I feel like I probably would have done like. A, like big brain headpiece like gifted kid you know like make it very like nerdy big brain dorky would you have a sign on the back of your garment that said kick me <laughs> i like I, i'm trying to think like do you think do i just do the like gifted kid above the shoulders and then just like below it's just me in my pajamas and i'm like smoking a blunt <laughs> would you bring your saxophone with you um i've decided that if i ever was on drag race and they made me do a talent show i'm playing the saxophone and what song would it be i don't careless know <laughs> i feel like careless whispers <laughs> if they can get the rights to careless whisper listen i will stand i'll stand on that judge's table with my (laughs) (laughs) they'll send me home before the runway (laughs) all right let's do it la prada look in here by la prada all right so i've been officially told this is not sailor moon but in fact harui suzimaha no i said it wrong but still doesn't change things for me this look was mediocre I think it's certainly dragged up cosplay. I don't know the source material to know why it fits the theme, but it's certainly youthful. There is something about the legs that bother me. I say go for it. Use your natural leg, but the heels with the stockings just look weird. And again, I look at the source material and I get it. It is there, but as a fully realized image, I'm just not loving it, but it's not the worst thing she's worn, which is shocking. Yeah. Wait, I gotta pull up the I thought they were on the wiki and they're not of course not oh my god Germany, Canada oh here we go who are we talking about? La Prada oh that's right yeah this was I don't 
no part of me gets back to school from this. Even though, sure, I get maybe it's schoolgirl-esque. Right. But what the hell? Uh, But I I don't know what was going on here. Her reaction, though, absolutely hilarious. Paula will say she likes the interpretation (laughs) of like Sailor Moon, which is wrong. Manga and hentai. And hentai is anime manga Japanese porn. So that's why La Prada was taken aback when she said it. She goes, hentai? Um... <laughs> the fact that they left it in the edit is the thing that kills me. <laughs> because I'm sure the bitch has been getting messages and and tweets and and everything. I want the video of her unpacking when she got home and her friends came over and she pulled that outfit out and she goes, "Yeah, they said this was It was so uncomfortable. What <laughs> she? Either it's an admission that she likes that kind of thing, or she just was told the wrong thing. I mean, listen, there are times we know on on reality TV, on competition shows, whatever, the judges have script writers. (laughs) This was a script writer who was like, I hate you, and really made her look bad. Like, what was this? I don't know, but I want to thank LeBrada for reacting the way she did. (laughs) It was so good. In the middle of the sentence, she said, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. And then the thing is, no pun intended, you gotta sit there and take it. Oh, fully mediocre look. Like, there's nothing super extremely offensive about it. There's nothing extremely exciting, but and I... Alice says, with the master class, she liked the narrative about the wig and the hair as a symbol of femininity, romanticism, and all of her dreams. Yada says she has a very particular irony, very Milanese in some ways. She says she reminds her of Franca Rame. She says a little bit built irony, a little bit more to understand. She says she's a bit brainy, even though she might look like an asshole. She says she likes her queens to have a figure, and she certainly does. So one person's calling her an asshole. The other person's calling her um, anime porn. Anime I don't porn. know what's happening. This poor um, girl. I'm going to give it a soft top of the class just for her having to deal with this. Yeah. I'm also going to say she does this thing where she tries to like change the shape of her lips with her lipstick. And one, it would work if she lined her lips. Correct. But if you're not going to line your lips, which I do not always do if you're not going to line your lips, just change the shape of it to match your natural lip line and just make them a little bigger. Don't try and do like triangles on top of your lip. You look fucking weird. Yeah. Um. She didn't listen to Layla's masterclass, clearly. No, no. But also those girls, I mean, maybe this is, maybe this is the Alexis Michelle and me, but all those girls are in the workroom looking at her going, yeah, do that with your lips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, audience, 63% top of the class, 37% attention. Sapatio, no designers listed. So is Britney Spears 2000's denim screaming school? No. I feel like the problem here is once again, there is so much material that it's just a blob of denim. There is no fashion to it. I like the attempt. I'm just not moved by the execution. Yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> she had to like keep looking up. The hat was too. <laughs> she was like, she didn't. I, it's yeah. It's been done. Better. But what about denim? Why is dun- denim in school? I I will say I think I understand the connection. Like I very distinctly remember, like every year before school, my mom would like take me shopping and be like, "All right, we need you need new school jeans, like you need new school pants," because uh-huh. I would like okay. spend all summer outside getting grass stains and holes and stuff like that in my jeans, and I would, you know, especially at, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, I was growing three, four inches every summer. So I I definitely understand the association of like school jeans, jeans, back to school, all of that stuff. But not at all what I would have done. Um detention for me. She yeah, detention. She also I don't understand this like chain diamond stuff that she has turned into like five different ear accessories maybe she thought it was a denim and diamond runway from what season 10 do her ears hurt probably did they i want to know how are you gonna say do her ears hang low Wait, what they do after wearing that i'm sure they do have to wear all that for hours on end yeah um it also looks very warm oh yes oh yes i will say though um, hey the the mass has moved below the belt line, so you know, at least the fabric is, true. is is in a is in a silhouette shape and not in a. Blog. Let me just let me just hold it all against my chest. Audience twenty eight percent top of the class seventy two percent detention. Melissa Bianchini, look by Melissa, the Brazilian bitch came to Italy with an American reference. I live. I think it's so on point. It's drag. It's exaggerated. She's showing skin in all the right places. It's exceptional in the makeup the stoning of that helmet is on point a fully stoned football would have set this look over the top and i was obsessed with this it looks like a digimon okay okay. like like it looks like like, um, like what cbs is doing for promotions for the super bowl yeah yeah like she looks like like the, the digimon evolutions will go like like rat to like bird to like full human woman to like machine gun monster and this is like like she looks like the like evolved version i mean she looks good she got stones everywhere this is i mean this is those big chunky stones anytime i see them all i can hear is the colonoscopy in my head going plastic's not a stone <laughs> but i'm uh, sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure she was sparkling in the light so good for her oh absolutely it's a top of the class for me yeah top of the class Audience, 88% top of the class, 12% attention. Sicily, look by cute as clothing, hair by airhead wigs. If she happened to have this already because she did it as a moment with her sister Vanity Milan, I will leave you. Um, friends, if you haven't seen it, they have done the photo shoot together because they both had the look and they're besties, whatever. Um, I think the look is good. The reference is present. I wish she had a little more spark on the runway. I like the hair. It's youthful for her. Now, I don't know if her and La Prada and maybe some others had a discount for the chunky heel. But again, the heel and the stockings are shocking to me. They're just not working. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a grown ass man wearing fucking chunky heels and stockings for a schoolgirl look. That's like weird. Yeah. When you put the shoe on and your toes are scrunched up so much that there's space between the arch of your foot and the shoe itself. Yeah. Um. And it was so bad that I noticed it. 
as she was walking and i was just like oh don't like yeah no any i mean this is very like uh, like anything if you gotta squeeze your little sausages into it and then strap on the ankle strap probably not the true for you yeah she looks pretty though i mean like, yeah she looks she looks good like this is like a, this is a well this is a very like solid drag look i wish it was stoned if if I just think that I think it's like missing something, and I don't I don't really know what it's missing, but it's missing that like it that like oh god I like I don't know. I'll give it a top of the class. Yeah, why not? Audience sixty one percent hanging. <laughs> yeah, they are. Audience sixty one percent top of the class, thirty nine percent detention. Silvana de la Manana, look by Giuseppe Esposito, hair by Amnesia Wigs. For those who like to dress up as little kids, this one's for you. In the most shocking statement I'll make, her makeup actually looks good. I will say burn the rooted wig. It actually makes it look too old. A solid blonde wig would have been great for this character. I do see kid in school here, but it also looks like someone working at like a soda pop joint in the 1950s. But I'm going to say it again. The fucking chunky heel. Oh, what is it? Like, did they they saw back to school and they were like, "I need the footwear of a thirteen year old scene kid." Literally, this outfit is also a little uncomfy. I would not get the back to school prompt and think kindergarten, but that's just Fair. me. Um, also, um, why did she say Alice in Wonderland? Because I don't read Alice in Wonderland here. <laughs> what are you, like the side character that Alice walked past three minutes into her journey <laughs> and never came back? I don't... Yeah. Whatever. Rosa says he had the interpretation of this greedy girl and says the look is less original than others on a conceptual level as he found it more classic. But he says often simplicity is also a key factor. Giada says she was very good in the masterclass as she was able to improvise and then had some irony. She says comedy is a magic of proportions. It's closer to poetry than arithmetic. And she has it as being funny means almost having a melody. I will give her a soft top of the class. I will not. You're going to detention? Detention, girl. Audience, 56% top of the class, 44% detention. Leila Yarn, look by Andromeda X, hair by Amnesia Wiggs. I love the youthfulness of the look and the presentation. It's quite cute having the drawings on there and bringing us the days of yore when it was safe to have an imagination. The hair was giving troll realness. I like the lightness of the look and the styling of it. Now, I don't know if you noticed the eyeshadow was impeccably drawn. You had the clouds and the sun and the birds. And then the other side, you had the hills and a house. This was one of the coolest eye details on Drag Race. Brilliant. How the hell did she have time to do all that? She got little, she got one, two, three, she got like six little clouds on her one eye, like literally. The fuck? Yeah. Good for her, girl. And, and you know what? I know the judges did not see one single cloud. Nope. But good for her. She knew those HD cameras were catching everything. <laughs> she sure did. Do you have drawings from when you were a child that you could put on a garment? Ooh, my mom probably does somewhere. 
I would love to see them. Can you share it with us? My mom, uh, my mom has a pillow. Does she I, still like... have your pictures on her refrigerator? Does she still keep a report card? No, there's my my school pictures are on my grandma's wall. Aww. She has all of our school pictures, but they're like they're not like she just replaced like if you take them out of the frame, you can look at all of them. But just the most recent one, which oh, that's my cute. hair is rough in that. Um. No, but my mom has this pillow that I like. We like in one of my like after school club things. They were like, they brought in like a little embroidery machine, and we could do little like pillows and things for our moms for Mother's Day. So I have this pillow that says "I love you." That she's, I know she still has that. That's so cute. I love that. It's beautiful. Rosa says she brought him back to the asylum. He says that's what he tries to do every day, going back to being a little bit inconsiderate, the way of treating art like a child, a person without prejudice. Priscilla says they have let them get to know some very different aspects of her, decisive and aggressive in the voguing, and instead on the stage, she brought them back to the childhood, and this mix makes her really strong. I will give her a top of the class. Yeah, top of the class. She looks good. Audience, 94% top of the class, 6% attention. Lashiva, no designers listed. I don't really care for this. I think um, she thought too hard for what to do. It's very homey looking. Again, the fucking chunky heels. There must have been like a drag race special for the girls. What was the discount? Maybe um, the, maybe the story, these are on the wall in the workroom. Maybe, maybe. I think the color story is cute. The braces are far too arts and crafts. I so wanted this to be driven on her forehead. Literally. I wanted this so much to be a story of like a geek turned popular girl. I was expecting a reveal under that sweater as it was very oversized. And we will learn that there was certainly something hiding inside. This wig is heinous. Terrible. Like there's not a single redeeming thing about this wig. Yeah, it's I don't even know what to say. This is just not good. Do you think Genesis. this was? Do you think she was like she knew too? Like as soon as they said what the runway was, she was like, "Not the week after I won." Literally, probably, and that's probably also why she was so pissed at Layla because she knew this was not going to be a good week for her. She um, knew she runway. was walking out, and <laughs> yeah, she saw Layla's like art project and was painting little clouds on her face. She had this on the mannequin. <laughs> Kiara says the element of braces really made her go back to childhood, and probably this runway sinks into her the roots of her past. She says it felt like a nerd that was being bullied, but in the briefcase, she kept her world. Balo says he sensed tension in the master class, so he was tense watching the class the whole time. He wants to know why Lashiva said, and she says there was a history in the workroom. So she got nervous, and since it was running through her head, everything that happened, she wasn't very happy. Priscilla will call out Layla about Lashiva having a bit of a thing with her. And Layla says, unfortunately, yes, she's going to get emotional once again. So Lashiva goes away from her mark, walks over to Layla, takes her hand as Layla continues to say that there was so much love between them and it's been resolved. I need the cutscenes. I need the rest well, yeah. of the story. What got left on the edit? What got left on the cutting room floor? This look is a detention. Yeah. Audience, I don't know what you're smoking. 65% top of the class, 35% detention. She buying votes? Maybe. 
Morgana Cosmica, look by Laval Costume, hair by Baldoras, crazy wigs, and more. Going as a naughty teacher fulfilled many a fantasy for many people watching, I'm sure. I think this look was perfect. It also was giving me Angela Mansbury realness. I think the fit of the dress is perfect. The ginger hair is styled immaculate. The mug is soft. The dark lip could have been a bit bolder and brighter to give us more of that sex appeal. I do think the chalkboard on the back reading always be yourself was a perfect message for school because that's what teachers try to instill until they beat you down and you're like, fuck, I hate my life. Um, She looks good, yes. I think it's interesting that... <sighs> She got the list and she was like, all right, back to school. You know that sexy lingerie store teacher outfit I had made a couple years ago? That's what I'm wearing. Like Listen, she looks good, but I'm just like, I she walked out, I was like, Oh, all right. Um, okay. <laughs> she's definitely great. been to a couple um bachelor parties wearing that. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's fulfilled some fantasies with that one. Otto yeah. says the master class had the same problem with Lashiva as there was tension. He says the outfit for the character led him in the moment of tension still to relax. Paula says she came out a bit from this role of a doll and fairy. She says not completely as a teacher always remains sexy, sensual, but the very strict character. And I was like, what teachers did you have? She says the red hair is good on her. She liked the message as Priscilla says drag should send messages. I will give her a top of the class. Yeah, top of the class. Yeah, looks good. Audience, 94% top of the class, 6% attention. Lena Galore, look by Rocart. And for those who don't know, Rocart is Nikki Doll's personal designer. So, oh yeah, good shit. Right. I love that someone decided to go avant-garde, and I think this was a bold and fascinating way to do it. I love the girl. But if you told me she already had this dress and then added the chalk to it, I would actually believe you. Uh, the look is outrageous. It's Club Kid. She may or may not have used that chalk to put her eyeshadow on. You decide. Was this the best look of hers? No. Was this the best challenge performance of hers? No. Did they owe her a win? Yeah. Yeah. No. I um. <clears throat> this does look good. I was conf. I I thought she was a milk carton. Okay. At first, and then I was like, "Why is the milk carton black?" And then I like she kept walking, and I was like. Huh? And then, then I she was standing there on the main stage, and I like I got I got like the wide shot of everyone, and I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, no, I thought girl, she, was... she came after Morgana, who turned around a second beforehand and had chalk on her back. Yeah, I didn't. It did the the, the it, things it was things wacky to backy. Rosa says at first he didn't realize it was a chalkboard and didn't get it right away. He thought it was a cigarette. And Lena tells him to smoke her. Um, okay. He says he found it super Kanye West with a super contemporary mood. He says with this outfit, she brought something different. Milo says she was good in the master class, but sensed a moment of insecurity when she had to say her lines. She says that there were some times when it was clear that she could fit in a joke and get an easy laugh, but she'd feel like she'd get in the way of her companions. She says she is satisfied with the way she worked, but at this point, she'll take her chances since yelling is good for her. I'll yell at you, bitch. Just let me know what you want me to say. Right. I will give this a top of the class. Top of, top of the class. You look good, girl. Audience, 78% top of the class, 22% detention. 
Priscilla has decided that Sapatio, Melissa, being Kenny, and Sicily are safe, leaving Lena Galore, Lelia, and Silvana del Mignana, La Shiva, La Prada, and Morgana Cosmica as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Sure. I think you could have made a case that the other three could have been the winning team, which would have meant, I think, Melissa probably would have gotten the win, which is, I think, why they didn't want to do it. Um, right. <laughs> it was very strange. I mean, the bottoms were the bottom. It was the the safe and top that just did not make all the sense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a long game we're just not seeing yet. Probably. Well, the tops and bottoms join the already safe girls just sitting there. Are we done with alcohol? Do they not get supply of the booze? Maybe they maybe they've already had to institute the one drink rule. <laughs> Probably. Well, what happened? Well, Lashiva says that they told her she wasn't so nervous in the master class. They felt it, and she says it was the truth and a story. She says it wasn't about saying the right or wrong thing. It was the nerves. If she has to go lip sync, she'll go. It's what she does as a professional. If she goes home, she goes. If she stays, better for her. Layla, again, is going through her emotions and says that the fact that she's looking at the handshake and came to her, she thanks her. Lashiva will now again say she forgives Layla as she is 20 and will forgive things that we do at 20. But this doesn't make her feel old. And like, I'm not, not me either. I'm not old either. But I don't really think we should forgive things that we do at the age 20 um, because Twitter does catch up with people. Yeah, I think there's like a matter of just kind of like, who are they now? And yeah, who are they being? But... I didn't quite understand like the handshake thing. I don't know if that was another loss in translation. There was yeah, a same. lot in this episode that I was like, not quite grasping. Right. <laughs> now, Morgana, she says they were all criticizing for the nerves during the masterclass, but says they were a group that was formed without a choice. So she's making excuses. Right. We've seen this happen to other groups on this television program, and, and they win. Slay. They get recording contracts out of it. Yes, they do. <laughs> she says if she comes back, she'll probably change the master class and give a lot of space to both of them, and then says she thinks maybe she should have used a little more of a hard fist and decided what to say, when to say it, and not let them loose. I was like, that just contradicted what you just said. I don't understand what you're saying. Right. She tells the girls that they did the best they could do with what they could in the time they could. They pulled out their ideas, and that's on that. Period. It's time to te- for teacher to pass back the test. The winner of the challenge is Lena Galore. Silvana and Leila and La Prada are safe. Morgana and Lashiva are the bottom two. Do you agree? Production-wise, yeah. I feel like if you didn't give Silvana the win earlier in the season, this was the chance to give her the win. What? Fair. Lena is not the best. We know how much I love her, but like she was not the winner this week. I mean, you know, maybe they're just they just want Silvana around. They don't want her doing too well. They don't want her doing too poorly. They just want her around. And it's interesting, like she what she did get criticism from Paula. Like maybe this is setting up some tension between the two of them. But she did get criticism. Yeah. I don't Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the song. It is by a very famous Italian woman named Stephanie Germanato. <laughs> uh, born this, this brand way new by song. Lady Gaga. Are you familiar I, with this track? I'm not, but I will be streaming it um, 100 times a day moving forward. It's just, this sounds like a very revolutionary record to me. 
Yeah, it's a, personally. Um, do you, do you think Lady Gaga every time they play one of these songs from her on any franchise, she's like, "Thank you for the residuals. I love you, drag queens." Well, I feel like if they really wanted to do that for her, they would pull like the non-singles and give That's give fair. those the streams because like Born This Way is gonna get a bajillion streams a day every day, anyways. It's on forty three right. bajillion Pride playlists, but you know, but you know, give me the give me the. The 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 speechless lip sync. Listen, if you want to give me a speechless lip sync, oh, I would. Oh, oh, that would be... when um, I start lip syncing along to the guitar parts, I'm not going to incl- say that that one program counts as a show. Um, this is technically the third time this. Song I was going to say, is this has got to be the third or fourth franchise that's used because it to... was Jiggly and. Someone, Jiggly who and, did yeah, it. someone on this was the finale for Holland one, and then now we have it here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say super secret celebrity drag race. No, it doesn't count. Go, go <laughs> it's not canon, neither is the switch. Now, Lashiva, she did have a reveal, and it was not worth it because that leopard print Leo was gross. Yeah, the hair, not good, but she did like- break it down and perform the shit out of the song. It's like the time that Trinity walked the runway in that giant cape just to reveal to like three straps that she's worn before in a different color. <laughs> Literally. I don't think we saw much of Morgana except her trying to give her best energy. I think she was mentally checked out. Like the fire was not burning. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, and it almost, I mean, in one of those, in those situations where you're like, all right, well, this is last week's challenge winner. They've already given her a win. They've kind of just kind of, I've just been here. I'm sure at that point she was sitting there backstage being like, well, it was a fun ride. <laughs> Had a good time. I mean, how do you duck walk in like the chorus part of the song and not do the actual choreo? Like, I know you would do the choreo when it came. Well, listen, you can do the entire choreo to an entire Lady Gaga song. It doesn't mean you're going to win lip sync. <laughs> it's true. That's Sheikulay. <laughs> Now, was this the cleanest performance of this song? No. Is it no. still one of the best brilliant um, songs to lip sync to? Absolutely. Yeah, this is like, this is the song you, especially if you're like the performer that Lashiva is, who like, you know, you can turn up to high energy, you know, you can like yeah. move yourself around, you know, you can like, like, you know, you know the words. You're not learning the words backstage, you know? Right, right. So I think this is one of those songs that if you're the, especially the Lashiva type of performer, you look at the, you're like, all right, let's see here. What's the lip sync song this week? And you're like, oh, all right, why not? Priscilla does that weird, terrible thing where she says the name of the loser first. And it's, it's really awkward. I am getting so annoyed with this. I don't like it. It's really not fair. Um, Priscilla, Morgana I know you're listening. Eliminated. Stop this. Yeah. Morgan is eliminated. Lashiva stays. Do you agree? Yeah, uh, Edit told me that Lashiva was... Did you see from the Work the World in Italy what Morgana wore and had with the prop? No, I did not. A giant purse that said comfort zone. Right. She's giving it to the judges. She's not happy. No. She's not happy. All right, I got some running questions to wrap this podcast up. Are you ready? Hit me. What is Morgana's legacy? Um, I will probably remember her as one of the girls who was lip synced to Born This Way. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that she had so much promise. She did have some good drag moments. But for something 
weird reason she just didn't click with production i feel like yeah just kind of the gone fact that she better. is gone and la prada is still there is just wild to me yeah very that <clears throat> who won the week who had the best episode well um the editors yeah sure let's go with that I production mean, if we're going for who the star of the episode is, I guess you kind of give it to Layla simply because, like, yeah, you got new fandom from her because you felt bad for the bitch. Yeah. Um, worst of the week definitely goes to Lashiva. I don't know how she's going to move forward, or maybe this is a plot point she's going to like fix later. But oof, we yeah. got a villain. We do. We do have our first villain of the season. It's time to enter the snatch. The game is here. Who do you think will do well? And what famous Italian celebrities are you looking forward to seeing? I want Gaga. You want Gaga. Don't Come do on. Gaga. Girls, don't do Gaga. She's not funny. Don't do Gaga. Don't do Gaga. She's not funny. No. Um, I want someone to do Kiara. Honestly? I want so- I'm. We're at my... the point now. We, someone can do it. Okay, here I'm going to throw out a crazy wild idea. Let's say on a global all-star, someone does Kiara. Would that be sufficient? Yeah, oh, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, listen, I I I know it's going to be a crazy episode, but after 5 episodes, the winner of the season is Melissa. I just don't see how she doesn't win at this point. I have a my bracket over here says so she's 5 and 0, oh, so <laughs> Right. I mean, the only person who has had equal stage time and is not good in our eyes, but clearly they love is Silvana, and I just cannot get behind I guess. that. No, and neither one of them. I, I cannot understand how that, that would work. Like, imagine the winner's photo shoot: Electrobionic, La Diamond, Silvana. Right, but I can see. I can see. Now, I will say, I do think Melissa still got the season. I do see Lena, kind of like you know, she's got to win now. She's looking good. She's got solid looks. I think that listen, you, we, we could we could live in a universe where we, not only do we have two Brazilian miscongenialities at one time, we could have two Brazilian winners. Right. I think there that universe sense fun. I'm here there for it. Scotty, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Ask Scout Sonner everywhere, and this is my only project right now. I'm here every week. Come you, listen. You're not ready to be an elf. No, not yet. No, Mrs. Claus. No, nah. nah. I'll do that. Uh, the other girls could have those gigs for now. All right, all right. Well, it was fun. I can't wait to do it next week. Yep. See you again.